Hello and welcome to the unofficial Wiccan Wanderers podcast. Once again, I'm Kieran Hearn. And let's go through yesterday's game against Crew. Well, everyone was saying that on paper we are the better team. We were the better t- team on paper. But on that paper is the stats, of course. Stats nine-tenths of the game. So technically that one-tenth came into play yesterday and we got bullied for it. Of course... I couldn't really... The boys just lacked creativity. There wasn't a lot of communication in the first half. There wasn't much in the second half either. It was only in the second half when things started to get a bit more upbeat and started to rush them that things got a bit better. Like, literally, everything just turned around and it was brilliant. How Sam Vokes didn't score, how Curtis didn't score when he hit the post, Sam Vokes didn't get the rebound, and Brandon Hanlon... Just so many shots blocked. Fair play to the crew players. That is like top-notch last-ditch defending. You know, you've got to give them credit for that. But how do you not score? How? I I don't know. And it's just unbelievable. I mean, I when I saw, um, I think Kai Kai, I think it was, was literally at the ball, running through, literally one-on-one with the keeper pretty much. He chose to side foot it and put it in the far corner. And I was I was literally screaming at everyone around me, going, "Why did he do that? Why? Like, he should have just driven it, put his laces through it, low, hard, opposite post. You know, you're going to hit the target. Or he could have even tried to maybe catch the keeper out of the near post because he was moving over. There was a lot of space there. He could have done it. It's been two one, but however, just the whole." thing that bothers me of course in the build-up to the crew goal is just letting them gain ground letting every team that's what they do like a beater does the set a beater jj they all do the same they all let the players gain ground they all back off from them and let them come at them why are you doing that like you're letting them get into your 18 yard area and then literally all you've got to do is foul them it's a penalty so if you are going to draw foul outside the box but they don't do that. They back off. They should be on him. Like, literally, virtually always stuck to him like glue. But they, they don't do that. They back off. And it really puts me on edge when I see that. Mm-hmm. And I just do not understand this whole logic with referees at how, in any level of football, how you book a player for celebrating a goal and taking their shirt off, but for delaying games... They don't, they're not as harsh on I don't get how taking your shirt off is an offence in the game. But time-wasting isn't. I mean, there was one minute, it was like five minutes into the game, and I was going ballistic because one. it was free kicks of Wickham. One of the crew players had the ball and threw it away. Time-wasting, he should have been booked for it. I was shouting my head off, really aggravated by it. And I got told by my mate Dan and, La- Dan and Lawrence behind me, they're like, Kieran, Kieran. Calm down, calm down, okay? It's early days, calm down, all right? Um, which I did, and fair play, <laughs> fair play to them. So, uh, yep, I got calm, I, I calmed down, but those last 10 minutes were really just edgy, though. I mean, like, brilliant goal by Tafasoli, like, brilliant. I, I mean, I don't care who scores the goals as long as we win the game, you know? If it was, like, nil-nil and, like, Stockdale ran into the box, like, diving header and scored, I'd take it, because, you know... All that matters is win the game. So, 
we'll see how that all pans out. Pans out in later games, of course. Fleetwood next week. Fair play to all of you that are going. Bit of a journey, but well done to you all who are going. Of course, and then it's Ipswich the following in midweek. I will be at that game. Hope to see you all there. So, but on the whole, on the stats, the possession stats are getting really damn low. Like, possession 47% needs to be a bit higher, in my opinion. Like, at least, like, 50, 51. I mean, we had 21 shots, 7 on target. In the first half, Wickham again, they were showing that nerviness, like, afraid to shoot, trying to walk the ball into the goal. And I really just did not like that at all. It was really bad. Corners seven. I mean, they start. I think they've actually listened to me, listened to who, someone on corners, and they've actually started putting the players, dotting them across the six-yard area. They used to all just huddle at the back post. Now they're all, all around everybody and all around the six-yard area. So it it's working. Something's working there. So that's brilliant. And of course. Of course, we need to see what the details of uh, Gareth McCleary's injury is. Obviously, he's hurt his shoulder, but I'm a, I'm uninformed at the minute. I was actually quite surprised uh, listening to Gareth's interview with um, Free Counties Radio that uh, he didn't. There was no question, and Gareth didn't even bring it up. So I, I suppose Gareth was in the dark as much as we were then with uh, details to McCleary's injury. I think possibly it's either he's either bruised his shoulder or it's dislocated. I think it's dislocated. And uh, that would be a huge setback. But it offers the players who don't get played a massive opportunity here. Of course, we all hope McCleary has a speedy recovery and he gets back to playing regularly, of course. But these players that are on the bench, it presents them with an opportunity to step up. You know, I think yesterday, of course, we were missing the likes of Horgan in the team. I know he was on the bench, but um, it could have been great to have him on the... It it could have been a massive influence if he was playing. Hopefully, he'll play against Fleetwood on Saturday. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, apparently, very few fouls committed in that game, which I'm happy about. I'm very, very happy about. Um, so, it shows like discipline is getting a bit bit further down so that was brilliant so I mean there was a few calls in that game that were a bit tenuous a bit where we thought should, in the first half we thought we should have had a penalty wasn't given um, Same, it's the same thing with um, with Bayo though when Bayo comes on the pitch Bayo for me he's always he's constantly getting his shirt tugged he's constantly being prevented from doing stuff and the refs just don't take any knowledge of it. Yeah, we get it. He is a big guy. But he is going to get fouled still. And I just feel like he gets a bit like sort of taken for granted. And just, things just go bad for him. And it just doesn't work out. Anyway, on the likelihood, of course, we've heard, all heard that uh, it's Bayo's last... Going to be Bayo's last season. I'm a bit sad about that, to be honest. I know, of course, he hasn't really performed well in recent seasons, but I mean, you got to see, you got to look at it as a whole, really. Like the what he brings off the pitch, like the motivation, the motivation, the influence. 
it's a big, you know, it's a big, big impact. I mean, in the playoff final uh, against Oxford, like you saw him when he was on the on, on the when he was motivating everyone before extra time. He was saying, "Go, look, just do it, just go, just go." And I mean, we've all been expecting it for some time that he would uh, retire when he, he would stop playing, of course. And he is one of the things his teammates are going to miss is his motivation and his influence. They're, that's what they'll miss. Of course, on the days he has a good game, we'll miss that definitely. No doubt about that. I mean, he scored 57 goals in 223 appearances. Considering football at that level, that is not a bad stat. It's not, it's not brilliant, but it's not bad. So hopefully we'll see what happens there. I mean, we'll have to... We'll have to wait and see what goes on, of course, whether uh, Bayo will be playing a lot more regularly. I mean, of course, you've got... I think he definitely is one of those players, though, who can turn a game around when he comes on as a sub. I think he does so much better when he comes on with, like, 10 minutes to go rather than starting a game. Of course, Sam Vokes, although he might be not scoring goals, he's, set, he's there to... He's there to motivate. He's there to set up goals. Like, a lot of people think, yes... Like, oh, Strugger's not scoring goals, so he's not good enough. It's like, no, that's not exactly true. Like, one season for Tottenham, Harry Kane had more assists than he had goals. So, like, if a striker's setting up a few goals here and there, you really shouldn't be complaining here. So, we'll see what happens there. The thing with Bayo is, though, I feel like when, in those like, final 10 minutes before yesterday, the ball constantly coming in. I felt like he was always the wrong side of the defender. He needs to get round and get in front of that, in front of the centre half and attack and win the ball. Just be a bit more aggressive. Not too aggressive, of course, that you draw away the foul, but he just needs a bit more, just, just a bit more get up and go sort of thing. Just a bit more like, right, sees the ball coming in, right, I'm going to anticipate it, I'm going to get round him and I'm going to try and get the ball, get the ball on target. So... What matters, though, is is our home form, our impressive home form in the league continues. Six wins out of six, 18 points in the bag. What more could you ask for? Of course, we've got a few tough games coming up, of course, because Ipswich are rising up in the league, of course. Uh, and then it's Pompey. Odds on that game probably won't go ahead. If it does, you know, okay, We'll play it. If it doesn't, it'll be issue, uh, it'll be rearranged, and hopefully that could work better for us. Maybe we'll see. But of course, the decision rests with the club. Of course, if we have enough uh, players called up, so we'll see what happens there. So of course, Fleetwood next Saturday. Fair play to all of you again who are making the journey. Hopefully, we can get three points on the road, and hopefully, we can keep this positive upbeat form going and we'll, we'll go from there this has been the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast I've been here and thank you for joining me